Welcome to another episode of View from the Stands podcast. We are back and at it again here for another week. I'm Sterling. You can find me on Twitter at Sterling Newt. My co-host alongside me, as always, is D. And you can find me on Twitter at Chicago Jones EW. The official Twitter page for the show is at DFTS Podcast. You can also find us on uh, Apple Music and SoundCloud. Search for View from the Stands Podcast or VFTS Podcast. And last, YouTube, search for View from the Stands Podcast. And let's get it, big dog. All right. We are in it uh, another week into the NFL playoffs. Um, I will say this week, uh, this past week of, of football wasn't as, as good as the, the wild card round. Um, but uh, and it was, as far it, as it's our, usually the best weekend of football, too. Like divisional rounds. Yeah. 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 It wasn't, it, uh, it was a little lackluster this year, but we still had some, you know, good things to talk about. Still had some, um, you know, talking points or moments from each game. So as far as today's show, we'll definitely start with uh, the playoffs and then kind of look ahead to this weekend's games and figure out who's going to the Super Bowl. Um, And then we do have some other NFL topics that we'll get into before finishing us out with the Chicago Bears. So starting with the playoffs, the, the first game up was the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, of course, now that you know we've uh, been there, done that in terms of the game, the real question, the real, the real um, you know scenario or topic of dis- discussion from this game was Patrick Mahomes. But not only Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback. Uh, I guess you'd say the quarterback room of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, really? Of course, we all know. <laughs> and and, and I, we got to give him credit. We got to give him yeah, credit. Yeah, we, we do got to. Okay. And so that's where I'm going. You know, Chad Hitty is uh, a quarterback that um, is a journeyman for sure. He had his opportunity to be a starter that didn't, didn't work out, um, you know, in terms of long, long-term long success. But he has been uh, a sustainable backup. And he has performed well for the Chiefs. Um, in previous years, and I want to say in, even in playoff moments, if I remember correctly. But um, this past weekend, of course, we all saw that um, Patrick Mahomes had his ankle rolled up on. Um, he does have a, a high ankle sprain is how they described it. And but we see, and then the, we're seeing uh, a lot of those tackles, like those like tackles from behind. Yeah, people putting it, like, it's starting to yeah, yeah. Be real, get real popular for the wrong yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so after the injury, um, really the story of the game and, and really what was most impactful, in my opinion, was a 98 yard drive that was led by Chad Henney, um, and, you know, uh, Andy Reed, uh, and, and Eric Vietnamy, where, you know, they, they moved the ball down the field. They, they pa- passed the ball, they ran the ball, but a 98 yard drive that was capped off with a Kelsey touchdown. That was really needed at that point because the Jaguars were trying to, you know, make a, a comeback effort, get the game closer, and it allowed the Chiefs to really always stay ten points ahead in this game. Um, we did see Pat, Pat Mahomes come back in the second half, and you know he was struggling as far as uh, being able to get the ball. Uh, I should say get the ball out, but being able to move around the pocket, um, and even had struggled handing the ball off on, on stretch run plays. So. That will be a question going into the game here that they have against the the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Um, and before we get to the Cincinnati Bengals, um, let's talk about their game. Bengals Bills. That that one, man. I I'm gonna be honest with you, especially when with the weather and the fact that they're you know that they were having offensive line issues. You wouldn't have got me to bet money that they would have come out there and just like physically dominated, ran the ball and like up and down the field. It looked like at no point in time was the game out of hand. Like, and, and I remember tweeting like it seemed like the refs was trying to do everything to keep the Bills in it. You know, especially when I think it was yeah. that Chase touchdown. Like, they were not yeah. in that game at home at all. Right. And the the other thing that I thought was interesting about the game was it was a snow game. But the way the Bengals were playing, it looked like they were just playing in regular, you know, perfect weather game. Like there wasn't any sort of slow cuts or slips. Like they just yeah. looked like only one team was affected by the snow. Only one exactly. team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the team that was a home team that right. the team that, that you would think snow. Right. That you would think. Right. That's why they got this home field. It was, yeah, it was off, real. And right. like I, I, I saw somebody talking, no, we're going to get to. I know we're gonna get to Dak later, but like, is Josh Allen really skating? I mean, I, I, Stephon was kind of putting him on front street at the end of the game. Stephon did with his hands out, you know, basically high siding him in front of everybody. But like, is Josh Allen kind of skating? Because you would think that he would have a better game, especially with him being that dual threat, being able to run. Like, you got one of those slow games. Like, why aren't you? If the passing game isn't working, if the offense isn't working, I mean, he did it down, you know, at the goal line. <laughs> I think I did you put that, that Rhino running and stuff like, you know, that. But he was kind of a non-factor, especially in the game where Joe Burrow got everybody thinking he the second coming. Yeah, and I did see that topic going around as far as like, hey, you know, why is Josh Allen not getting any critique here really yeah, he's skating. <laughs> right he's out here skating and we we see Dak Prescott where he's getting uh, a lot more conversation about his play and I was thinking about it and I'm, I'm not saying it's warranted but I think the difference is is Josh Allen had his moment and what I mean by that was is last year he had that breakout moment in the KC game that went into overtime where you know he was throwing Darts showing up in the big game. That was a playoff game on the road where it just came down to a situation where they didn't get another opportunity as an offense to keep going. If they did, they probably would have kept going. And so I think he had that moment. And so people remember that moment so much. They're like, oh, you know, this is just one game and brush it off. Where you look at somebody like Dak and he really hasn't had that one moment. To take it a step further real quick, you know, when you talk about the difference between even the media and fan coverage, whether it was on the timeline of Twitter or the actual broadcast, it seemed like when covering the, the Cowboys, whether it's the broadcast or the timeline, we all are looking for them to fail and, and expecting them to fail or like cheering when they do. But the Bills, like even Tony, it, 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 just, it seemed like everybody, and I know it was probably um, really fueled by the the Mar Hamlin situation, but it, it seemed like everybody was let down that they weren't in the game. Like, like you know, come on, guys, like you can do it. <laughs> you know, well, I mean? and I, I I think a lot of that too was still again the build up from last year where everybody's looking at it saying, man, this team was right there with KC. If they if the offense had an opportunity, they probably would have tied the game again. And hey, we expect this team 
to go to the AFC Championship and possibly go to the 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 Super Bowl. And not only did that not happen, that game it was no no way close, shape, or form of happening because the Bengals just handled them the whole game. So, so um, then is it like they are they repeating history, kind of just like always the bridesmaids kind of thing? Because then you talk well, you put out the tweet about you know. Uh, um, your boy Josh Allen kind of falling into that Philip Rivers category where you got your Brady's and your Manning's, but you're, you know, the bridesmaid. <laughs> right. And I mean, if we think about it, j- just to go on that point, because I definitely was going to go there um, as well. You know, uh, Mahomes has a ring. Joe Burrow's gone to the Super Bowl and is on track to potentially make it to another one in, in only his third year in the league only his third year in the league. And you look at Allen, and Allen was, after last year, after that playoff game, everybody anointed him like, like hey, you know, next next coming guy, you know, he's just right behind Mahomes. And Burrow's sitting there like, not so fast, y'all. And, and, and so we'll get to our picks here. And but, Mahomes got to worry about me. <laughs> right. And, and, and Burrow's 3-0 and against Mahomes. And Burrow might be making a second way to a Super Bowl and, and might get a ring. Like, no bull. They might get a ring. And so if, if, if Mahomes and Burrow get a ring, then you got Josh, Josh Allen out here looking like Phillip Rivers where Peyton had one, Brady got multiple, and you're sitting here in the AFC like, hey, this is a great quarterback. You know, everybody likes this quarterback, loves this quarterback. But you never get one. And I know it's a long, it's a long road to go to that, but you know, history does repeat itself. And something is being said about the way that the team they gotta look at the way their team is constructed because something's going wrong to where they're looking so dominant and so playoff ready in the regular season, and then in, in the in the postseason, a lot of their warts are being shown. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are talking about um, the Bills in their run game, and they just not having a a power run game that they can can stand in on. In the snow, my thing. Right, what in, in the snow, like you, you got to do that. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that they try to you know focus on this year as far as this offseason, be it you know offensive line. And I'm I'm just spitballing stuff here. I'm just thinking about like, hey, maybe they'll try and trade up and get. Uh, Bajon Robinson, who's the top uh, running back out of Texas, that a lot of folks are, are saying is is kind of the next big thing as far as running backs coming out in the draft. So, who knows how that'll play out um, for the Bills? But they definitely have to address something because you know that was not a good performance that they had uh, at home in the divisional round. Um, before we move on from the Bills game, I do want to touch base on the the Mara Hamlin conspiracy. I don't know if you 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 saw about that deal where oh folks are like we God. can't see his face. We didn't see his face, and when they when they shuttled him in on the the cart, you know, they purposely hit his face like he's he's. We're telling you folks he's not alive, um, and this is just all the NFL trying to you know make it seem like you know what happened didn't happen. Um, your thoughts, Steve? <laughs> Two things. One, like I think I saw uh, actual like nurse at EMT like. No, this is the result of well-trained EMTs. Like you see this all the time when they do their job, they're able to bring people back to life. This is this right. is why every, this is why everybody needs to be CPR certified. Like, and then like I did see a tweet. I think it's from uh, 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 Liz Lockerbie. I think I think we both yeah. followers. Like, 
we are truly in the dumbest era. I think that's what she just and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, we really are like we get some people getting their brains rotted all this, you know, the TikTok conspiracies and Facebook and you know, people getting their information from TikTok and YouTube, and it's just like, man, we're, basically we're 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 a nation of people that don't believe anything. So like nothing, whether it's fact fiction, whether it's a medical journal or somebody on TikTok, like it's all on the same level. That's concerning. <laughs> Yeah, we all gonna be real stupid real quick. <laughs> um, so uh, moving on to the uh, the other basically, game I feel like had. that that story was. I, I, I that's why I, <laughs> I, I moved on because I have nothing else to add. I agree with one hundred percent. Like, come on, folks, y'all are stupid now. Come on, let's go. Um, the uh, moving on to the the other games that we saw this weekend on the NFC side, uh, the Eagles handled the Giants, and I think a lot of us really expected that i mean or maybe not expected maybe the word is uh weren't surprised by it you know the eagles had handled the giants twice this season but it's playoffs and you know it's hard to beat a team three times in a row well the eagles said no no not really it, it isn't um and they handled uh, the giants uh with no issue um on uh i forgot whatever day that was but anyway um, nothing really more to talk about on that game, uh, in my and opinion. That was that was the, the and it was Saturday, I believe, and that was that was the part of the weekend where it was like I was really hoping for you know Dallas, San Francisco, and um, you know Bengals, Bills to save the weekend because those first two games. Was, thank you for coming, but I don't think that you should have been here. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I will say the 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 forty niners cowboys game that that game was an interesting game um throughout the game. It just definitely had some uh lackluster moments as far as just you know not good football specifically on the side of the dallas cowboys and and dak prescott um you well, know, of course what I will go say ahead, as far ahead. as the, the good football, man, that defense, I'll I, I, I be calling him that Palomalu dude, like him <laughs> <laughs> and Fred Warner, man, like that whole team, like they, they're legit. And like th that's the biggest reason. I know we're going to get into it that we're talking about this Brock Purdy phenomenon, quote unquote, because that whole team, top to bottom, is that. And yeah, the Cowboys ran right. into a buzzsaw. <laughs> Your boy Dak didn't, didn't looking funny in the light. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, Dak Prescott um, very much was looking funny in the light. He had what should have been three picks. He had two picks. But the the, the interceptions. The second the pick, one that should have got picked twice. <laughs> right, he should have got picked twice on one. And he so he got, he, he did get picked on it once, but it, it was an interception that bounced off and turned into an interception. But it should have been picked twice. The first one was a bad interception. And the third one, which should have been an interception that was not an interception because Greenlaw dropped it, was a whole, like all of them were bad interceptions. They were they were bad interceptions where as a quarterback, I forget, six years in the league, something like that, six, seven years in the league, you can't make those plays. Not only can you not make those plays, you can't make three of those goddamn plays in the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah, I'm he, not even a Cowboys fan. No, no, man. And he owned up to it. He said it was 100% on him. That The Cowboys social media team put it 100% on him, Thank threw, him under, threw him under the bus real nice, you know. But, I mean, 
he's starting to become more than like black Kirk Cousins, man. I hate to say it, like yeah. every time. Cowboys, period. I know the Levitar so gets on them. Like they haven't been good since the mid nineties, and you can go no. all the way back. You can go all the way back to the Tony Rombo fumble against what was it like the Seahawks? The extra yeah. point, like their quarterbacks are playing. When they do get one, that's good. He plays well enough to make you think he's kind of a pro bowler. When the lights come on, man, the star does not shine. Yeah. And the other thing, too, like I, I won't look at, at the, the the past, but looking at this team, um, there were some other things, you know, in the game that um, were issues with the game, but then some other things that you just look at the overall makeup of the team that's like, what are y'all doing, Cowboys? So one thing I, I do have to touch on, that play by uh, Turbin when he had the, the kick return and he does a spin move and, and runs into the kicker's back. I'm like, bro, you, you got two options, left or right. You Either let, way. You let old no man way. go. Oh, Robbie go. Right. Let, come on. And, and not only did, did he, he – it wasn't like Robbie tackled him. You no, did a spin no, you, move you, you, and, you, you and run into yourself. his back. You right? lost yourself into him. I was like, like wow. here, have a tackle, Robbie. Right, like, what are you doing? Um, the other thing that I, uh, I wanted to comment on the, the Cowboys is um, just kind of the, the makeup that they've had over the last few years. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, Kellen Moore, I don't think he did them any favors as offensive coordinator in this game. But the other thing I, I look at is, you know, when Mike McCarthy came here, they looked at Kellen Moore and said, oh, this is a future head coach in the wait, in the waiting, so we need you to keep him on staff because we think he's the future. And it's like, that was three years ago, and there's still this conversation of he's this future head coach. And it's like... The, really? the problem is Jerry, man, because that's not, it, like that's, the same thing. that's not like the same thing he was doing with Jason Garrett. You right. Know, like, I was it, thinking about when, when they were talking about Sean Payton going in, it's like Sean Payton got too much of a backbone be the Cowboys coach. Jerry Jones is more concerned with, you know, him being the boss and everybody answering to him. And he's he's honestly the reason why they've been stuck in the, in the place they've been. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And I'm, I'm looking at it like you can't ex expect to have a proper functioning organization when you're sitting here putting um, thumbprints saying this has to be this way. You know, this is your, your, your job as head coach. You have your staff or whatever. But I need you to keep Kellen Moore because I think he's going to be a future head coach. Well, if he's not the future now, then why why am I sitting here holding on to him? And again, that's three years later, and we still have this thought process that he's going to be this future, you know, Sean Payton or something. Like, move on. And at what point in time did Jerry not look in the mirror and say, "Hey, like, it's got to be me. It's got to be the way is this organization." Uh, that's ego, right? Right, ego. like it, because. That won't happen. They, you've won't had happen. talent. Like I said, Tony Romo, you've had Dak Prescott, you've had running backs, you've had the best offensive line in the league for a little bit, DeMarcus Ware, I mean, Michael Parsons, um, Diggs. Like, I mean, we can go on and on and on. You've, they've had talent. That star has attracted stars. So perhaps maybe Jerry needs to look in the mirror and say, maybe I need to get a real coach in here, take my hands off it, and let them actually cook with the talent instead of just – I mean, these these co J Jason Garrett and, and, and Mike McCarthy both have the same thing in common that what's funny is kind of like Dak, Kirk Cousins, like you look at them and you're like, I don't really trust you when when the shit's about to hit the fan. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, 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 the, when the game's on the line, I can't 
legitimately as a man, as a football player, as a football fan, whatever, look at you and say, you got it. Yeah, yeah. So the Cowboys got a lot of a lot of questions to answer for themselves. And uh, I was actually talking to, bar- to, to my barber and saying, like, I, I feel like they're in this situation where there's an expectation for them to be the Super Bowl team, but they're going to be this team that's just good enough for the playoffs for, you know, the next – for the foreseeable future. It's like they're going to have the aspirations of being a Super Bowl team, but for whatever reason, you know, Jerry, Dak, offensive coordinator, defense, whatever, it's just never going to connect. <laughs> it's just going to be playoff-worthy team, and, and that that's about it for, you know, the, the next little bit, in my opinion. So um, going on to this weekend's games, uh, we have the Bengals – uh, at the Chiefs and the 49ers at the Eagles. Stay, starting in the AFC, Bengals at Chiefs. What are your thoughts on this game, D? Uh, honestly, when we first started talking about it, it was all revolving around the ankle of Patrick Mahomes. The more I see it and the more I think about it, because I didn't sprain more than a few ankles, both of them, many times. Like, If you're able to compete still, with the adrenaline, adrenaline of, you know, I, I'm hurt, but I can still go. And you're young, a week's rest, he going to be okay. If he didn't finish that game, maybe I would have worried. But the fact that he was wanting to be in that game, finish that game, even with the limp, I got to think that he's going to be okay and ready to go for Sunday. I did see that, uh, you know, they have their press conference stuff, and um, it might have been yesterday. And he was not walking in the boot, and he – he gingerly, not gingerly, he had no problem walking down the steps, like kind of had right like a when little, he stepped down off the step. Yeah, yeah, kind of had they, like and a they little, put the camera right on it too. To yeah, yeah, like a little pep in his step. No, no issue as far as being soft or trying to be soft on the landing or walking out the door. He looked fine. Um, so then when you take that injury out, yeah, the, the Bengals were able to run the football <laughs> against the Bills. If they're able to move up and down the field with their offense like that, the Chiefs are in for it. Yeah. Um, I do like the the Bengals in this game. Um, Joe Burrow has, as I mentioned before, 3-0 against the Chiefs, 3-0 against Pat Mahomes. And I just feel like in these big games, going back to his days at LSU and Jamar Chase, like I just feel like these guys – they they have something that it, it, it's, it wears off on the rest of the team from a standpoint of like we're coming in here and we're not we're not taken back by the glitz and glamour of the playoffs or whatever. Like we're going to come out here and we know we got a, a good team and we know that we can come in here and compete with you and we're going to do our thing and we're going like we're going to win. Like, that's their mindset. It is not. They got, they got that row in them, man. They got the dog. <laughs> yeah, they got that dog in them. And, and, and it's not something from a standpoint of being cocky. It's not something from a standpoint of being um, overconfident and trying to, you know, poke out your chest to make you feel like that. Like, no, that's just that's just how they feel. And you look back at to, to the days when, you know, again, when Burrow and Chase played um, at LSU, it was very much a calm nature. And that calm nature has has passed on to the NFL, where it's like, hey, um, 
you know, when we walk off the bus, we're going to keep doing what we've been doing since we were, we were kids. And that's when. And so from that standpoint, for whatever reason, I like the Bengals. Um, the other thing we, we talked about it recently, too, like this team was early getting to the Super Bowl last year. But this is not a team that yeah, they, they, they look like they're ready. They expect to be here this year. Ain't, ain't no well, if, if there was a, you know, wide eyed kind of vibe to them last year, it definitely ain't this year. Ain't about business. It, it, right. Right. It's business this year. And they've been there, done that. So I like the, the Bengals over the Chiefs in this one. Um, it's going to be – I think this one definitely is going to be a good game for sure. Um, it, it could be one that goes down to the wire like we saw with Bills and Chiefs uh, last year. So I really am excited looking for that game. 49ers at Eagles. I'm, I'm really interested in hearing what you got to say on this one after you were, you know, talk about the 49ers defense um, just a second ago. And before I toss it to you on that front, I, I failed to mention in the 49ers the Cowboys game, I did feel like uh, Purdy um, – I felt like this was – probably one of his most subpar games, I would say, so far. And I haven't watched all of Purdy's games saying that either. But he he looked rattled a little bit, or he had moments where the Cowboys, you know, affected him. And I think that's only going to be more um, noticeable against this Eagles defense. So you're, you're talking to me. Most definitely. I think that's the biggest thing. I, I'm kind of – I'm leaning more Eagles just because of the quarterback matchup. You know, like this is the time of the year – where the stars come to shine and the dogs come out to eat, you know what I mean? So I think um, I think I, I got to think Jalen Hurts, you know, in crunch time in a close game, one score game, is going to be able to way to um, generate more points for his offense. Um, I don't know. I, I can't really call who's going to win. What I will tell you is the boom mics on the sideline is going to be getting that work because this is going to be a hard hitting game with. Between probably two of the most physical teams, line versus line in the league, like the offensive line, that defensive line, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be some uh, pass cracking. <laughs> and and on both sides, on both sides, not not only you know because I know we're talking about 49ers defense a lot, but that offensive line too, and you know look at that Eagles defense. Um, so no, but no, I, we, we gotta get we gotta get a, a prediction. Who, who you got for the 49ers Eagles? I'm gonna go Eagles. Like I said, I mean, at, at the end of the day, if if it's gonna be a, 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 a close game, you know, 17, 14, you know, 21, 24, I just gotta think in the fourth quarter, the Eagles defense can make a play against Purdy. Like you said, maybe the moment just might be a little bit too much for him, or just maybe the level of athlete. He is a seven rounder. Like yeah. so, maybe the level of athlete you know, come come to um you know kind of edge him out, but I got to go with her. It's close game, fourth quarter. He's going to make it. Yeah, and that's how I feel as well. I like the Eagles in this game. I think the, the quarterback play is going to be the difference. I think the Eagles, with having the most sacks in the NFL this year, they are going to be able to get to Purdy and um, harass him you know, even more than what we saw the, the Cowboys do. Because, uh, again, if we look at that 49ers-Cowboys uh, game, the Cowboys had opportunities to win that game. If it wasn't for bad quarterback play, you know, that, that game is probably won by the Cowboys. So, you know, I think this week we don't see those same mistakes uh, out of out of Philadelphia. I think they're going to be able to, um, you know, not necessarily get their way offensively, but I think they're going to be able to do enough where their offense is going to be able to outshine the 49ers offense and, and come away with the, the win. So I, I like Bengals and Eagles 
for the Super Bowl. It sounds. Are you saying Bengals too, or? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, you said yeah, yeah. You said Bengals, Eagles. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so going on to some other NFL topics um, before we get into the Bears, uh, we saw this conversation uh, come up prior to the Bills Bengals game, and that is the neutral site conference championship. Um, it was talked about like, hey, you know, if, if, if the Bills win, then it'll be this neutral side game. Of course, the Bengals squash that pretty quickly. Um, I personally think this is the stupidest idea um, from an NFL standpoint. And the reason why I say that is because the NFL um, has it, it's, it's a contact sport, it's a sport that's impacted based on weather. And if my team, has a, a, a opportunity to have a home game where our fans can pack us out and we can also have an impact based on our weather that we're used to in our area. That's an advantage. And I want that in most cases, I don't want to be going to, you know, unless somewhere else where it's like, <laughs> right. Unless you're Buffalo. I don't want to go somewhere else where I'm hoping that my, my, my fans will travel. Like I get the aspect of saying, Oh, okay, well, you know, my, the spreading it around, maybe more people can attend those games. No. I want my team to play at home. I want them to have home field advantage. I, I, I want to go to some neutral site when I'm trying to make my my, my team get my team to the Super Bowl. What's the point of having the top you know seeds and whatnot if you're going to just take it away from me in the the championship? So that's my two cents. Next topic. Um, <laughs> the uh, other thing I wanted to mention on the QB front. Are we going to see a lot of moves? We we are going to see a lot of moves. It's not a question of if, but we are going to see a lot of moves. Um, Derek Carr is probably going to be traded from the Oakland Raiders. Um, Tom oh, Brady sure. might Tom Brady might be looking for, for a new place, be it uh, going to Las Vegas or if he goes to you know there's there's comments about him uh, touring a school in Miami. Um, so he might be on the move, even if he, the, the course age old question is, is he ever going to retire or is he going to come back and play? I think he'll be 46, 47 next year, which is crazy, yeah, but whatever. And then the big one, Aaron Rodgers, is he finally going to be out of Green Bay? I think where there's smoke, there's fire right there with that. that that's but the there's one. been smoke for like three, it, there, there, there has been smoke, but I this early in the season, in the offseason, didn't talk about no, You know, I think I think that I think that uh, that relationship just you know this early in the offseason and listening to trade offers like that uh, that 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 uh, that train might be coming through to the last stop. I just think they're tired of it. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. may even figure out a situation with the contract. Like look, just just go on by. You know what I mean? Like let's let's figure this out for both of us. Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see. Uh, I. I... I think it's it's got to happen at some point. I, I agree with you on that front. It's got to happen at some point. It's been two, three years running uh, of this back and forth. Um, this, he goes back to the e ego. Um, and I think a lot of that is on Aaron Rodgers' side as far as his ego. So we'll see how this and how I long he, this plays I out. I would imagine. I got enlightenment and everything. Come <laughs> game. <laughs> I don't know. Ego to I take don't a back seat. <laughs> right, exactly. So um, it'll be interesting, but there's already comments, you know, with uh, Aaron Rodgers of possibly going to the Raiders or possibly going to the Jets. 
Um, you know, two teams. Uh, well, Adams, uh, uh, um, Devontae Adams, of course, is in Oakland. And then um, the Jets are. We always team. say Oakland. He in Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas. My bad. My bad. <laughs> we all, we, we both do that. Yeah. Stop, stop moving, Raiders. Sit yourself down somewhere. <laughs> right. Like right. Right. If, it, if anything, go back to LA shit. <laughs> Thank you. That's what you need right. to be. Right. So, um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see where, what happens with Aaron Rodgers if uh, Love finally gets a chance to, uh, to play in Green Bay, if he's going to be on the bench another year. Um, he's going to get a fifth-year option on the bench. Pocket straight. Pocket <laughs> <laughs> straight. He's going to get a fifth-year option sitting on the bench. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> some checks cash. Um, going on to the Bears, there's not too much to say on the Bears front here. Um, really, the, the the main thing I say on the Bears front is I cannot wait for free agency to get here so these people will shut up about some of these dumbass takes. Um, it's got it's got to be for clicks, man. Like we, I think we send we send a, a dumbass tweet to each other once a day. Like here we go again. Here we go. Again. You know, it's it's the off season. It's slow. You know, they in the back room doing their thing, and people got to have something to talk about. That's the only excuse I can. Yeah. So what Warren Sapp was on some radio station where he was like, "Oh yeah, every everything that I'm hearing." Is that they're gonna uh, go with Bryce Young and trade Fields? Trade Fields, and it's like everything that you're hearing. Really, nobody has said that. And the only people that said that were um, Tannenbaum, um, and I don't think anybody else. Like, and, and when the last time you heard of Warren Sapp being an NFL insider? Right, like not not since we we heard about you just him be having, on the sideline of Bucks in Miami game. <laughs> right, like we we haven't heard heard about him since the hotel rooms with the the prostitutes or whatever. Like, come on, bro. Um, the, uh, the other one that we heard was a Washington fan talking about, um, pr- proposing Darren Payne, who is set to be a free agent mm-hmm. that the Redskins would trade him for fields <laughs> and get the first round. Yeah. Pick. yeah get something back too. <laughs> what are you? Okay. He, he's not even under contract. Justin Fields ain't going nowhere, man. Justin Fields, everybody that know anything about football got him ranked as a top 15 quarterback right now. Right now. Right now. With a paper-thin offensive line. And like, like, come on. So, let's just right. – and, and the other thing, too, it's been said, worst-case scenario, you build around Justin Fields this year, you trade back in the draft, you get more draft picks next year, and if it doesn't work out this year, which neither one of us think that's going to be the case, we think it's going to flourish and be on the positive – but if it doesn't, then you get a, a, a QB in next year's draft because you have two draft picks and you can trade up. But now's not the time for these stupid comments. And I'm calling them stupid because that's what it is. Like Justin Fields has shown enough that he is going to be the quarterback of this team next year. The Bears are not in a situation where they're one player away or two players away. They are going to trade back and get more draft picks and try and build this team out. And the, the other, the reason why I know that. What is what has Ryan Poe's been preaching for a while? He's been preaching flexibility and the ability to go out and 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 do things in the future. Like he said that multiple times, like with transactions, like we're making this transaction, or, you know, trading for or getting uh, trading Robert Quinn or um, trading um, uh, Roquan. You know, these opportunities give us more flexibility down the road. Like he literally said that he's been living for this moment. Like this is the, this he's is literally his, said like this this this, <laughs> this will give us flexibility to do other things. 
but we're but we're gonna go ahead and just not be flexible at all. Hold on to the number one pick and draft a quarterback. All right, I'm done. <laughs> it just it's like you said the free agency the draft can't get here soon because we deal with a whole lot of stupidity. That's just gonna be life until like you know March eighth. <laughs> yeah. On behalf of Sterling Nuke, I am Chicago Jones DW. Conference championship here weekend is here, man. Um, Super Bowl's around the corner. Holidays coming. Holidays coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is our yeah, man, make, make, make sure y'all take y'all uh, put in y'all Super Bowl day after PTO. Oh yeah, put that PTO there. Just. This your reminder, Super Bowl PTO. It should be a holiday. Good last year. I was hurting, <laughs> I was hurting last year. <laughs> this is the beat for this day. Peace. Peace.